Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Welcome to the Blonde Files podcast. I am your host, Ariel Laurie, and I need to preface this intro by telling you guys that I am sick again. So I feel like I'm, I sound really raspy and nasally. Um, sometimes I like it. <laughs> In this case, I don't. So I just want to give you that heads up. I don't know why. I felt like it was necessary to do. I hope everyone else is doing really well. I could not be more excited about today's episode. My guest is Alyssa Goodman. She is a holistic nutritionist and lifestyle cleanse expert whose mission is to educate and encourage healthy, mindful living, helping others embrace the concept that we are a product of what we eat and how we treat ourselves. So Alyssa has a really fascinating story. She was diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma at 32 years old, and she kind of bypassed the traditional cancer treatment to heal herself. She did have some more traditional Western, but she really took her health into her own hands. So she healed from that, and then devastatingly, her husband was diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma not too long after, and he passed away. So we delve into healing both from cancer, but also from loss. We talk a lot about the importance of mindset and healing. We talk about dealing with anxiety and grief and trapped trauma. And she opens up about her use of psilocybin, magic mushrooms, to expand on spirituality and to confront tragedies and old traumas and come to a sort of resolution. And this is something that I'm super fascinated by. I've read a lot about it and I think I'm particularly fascinated by it because it's something that is not an option for me. I'm sober. It's just not in the cards for me to take drugs or hallucinogens or whatever and have this spiritual experience. So I really was interested to talk to her about it because she's the first person I think that I've ever talked to who's done it. Um, or the first person who's done it, who I've talked to it about. I'm sure I know people who have done it who we just don't discuss it. Anyway, I digress. Um, on a lighter note, we also talk about all the health things you are dying to know, like how to deal with gut issues. Um, we talk about SIBO, juicing do's and don'ts. We talk specific supplements that Alyssa loves, how to radiate from within. 
And please go follow Alyssa and check out her website. She has such amazing health tips. Um, Or if you listen to this and you would like to work with her, you can go to her website. She literally glows from within. You can kind of see it in photos. Like she's obviously a beautiful woman and you can just tell that she lives a really healthy lifestyle, but she actually glows. Like she emanates light, but not only that, she emanates kindness and generosity of spirit. And I just had the best time talking to her. We recorded this kind of a while back, over a month and a half ago back. And so I listened to the podcast again as I was editing it and compiling it for the release today. And I just remembered how much I just absolutely adored her after having this conversation and meeting her. She is just such an incredible woman. So I really hope you enjoy this episode. As always, if you like this episode or you like the podcast and you want to show some love, please rate, review, and subscribe in the Apple Podcast app. It makes a huge difference for the show, and I can't wait to see where we take this in 2020. So without further ado, Alyssa Goodman. Thank you so much for coming. I love doing these things. This is so much fun for me. Oh, good. Um, yeah, I'm so excited to talk to you. I feel like I've kind of like gone down in Elisa Goodman black hole <laughs> the last day or two. I mean, I've followed you for a while um, and I drink your juices and I haven't done the soup yet, but we were just talking we're gonna, about it. We're going to get you on that. Yes. Um, but I was watching your show on YouTube and listening to old podcasts. So I'm really excited to have the opportunity to chat. And well, I love meeting you too. Yeah, so thank you. It's so, mutual. Good. <laughs> thank you. Um, so I really kind of want to rewind. I like to like get some context with my guests and also just talk about people's journeys, especially with healing. So you've had quite the journey, if that's what we want to call it. I know. So let's like rewind way back to like the beginning. You know, I I do take people back to the beginning because that's what I do with my clients as well. Um, When I was born, I basically had a white, like a low white blood cell count. So I had to get blood shots every 28 days as a kid and I always got sick. So everything that came down the pike, I got. Someone would sneeze, you know, next to me and I would get a cold or it was just crazy. So I I think always my life, my whole life, I've had a low immune system plus there was a lot of pressure in my house to perform. My parents were lovely as all get out, but they were very type A and they were movers and shakers and they were just running circles around me. And as I grew up, you know, and I watched these, this older generation do way more than me. And um, I felt like I was always chronically fatigued. So there was a double whammy. So my physical health wasn't the best. And then my mental health wasn't the best. I felt just not good enough and I couldn't keep up. And was I ever going to get there? So as I've done this, all the, you know, this last 10 years of recreating myself and doing this as a career, which I love, I realized that mental part is huge. So, and that subconscious that I was, thoughts that I was saying to myself all those years, you know, they do down regulate your immune system. Mm -hmm. I don't know if we totally tap into that, but we are more and more these days because the health and wellness business is talking about it. So yeah, yeah, it was rough. And then I got diagnosed with cancer at 32. Um, After that, I ended up, I didn't choose to go the traditional route. I didn't do chemo. It scared me because of my physical conditions. And I did a little radiation. 
And so with the radiation, I got hypothyroidism because they radiated my thyroid and then I got Hashimoto's and that took like three or four years to get diagnosed. Um, even today, a lot of people aren't getting diagnosed with the autoimmune stuff fast enough. So then I had two girls and 11 years after my diagnosis, my husband was diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and mine was Hodgkin's lymphoma. So both lymphatic cancers and he passed away a year and a half after that at 45. So I had these two girls, 10 and 7 at home going, holy shit, you know, what do I do now? Right. And I was worried about them and I was worried about me. I didn't know if, you know, I had the stamina and hopefully, you know, just had learned through my, it was before I got into the business um, for my mistakes right. of just, I needed to be healthy for them. So I did go back to school and get certified in both Eastern and Western and it was the best decision I ever made. And also trauma work, like we were talking about, mm -hmm. and psychological. I mean, I'm not a, a psych psychologist or anything, but I love all that work because I do know that the subconscious does do a number on us. Yeah. Yeah. Just for a little context, we were talking before about how I'm in fight or flight all the time, which I share about on the show and on my Instagram. And, you know, I think there are a lot of things contributing to it, but definitely some trauma loosened up in the body just floating around there. Yeah. Um, that so, damn trauma. Yeah. God, it's <laughs> so hard. Um, but at least it's it's getting out somehow. right? Yes. Yeah. yeah really. I mean, th when it comes up, it's, you know, hopefully people are like, OK, I want to look at this. Right. And I really want to release it, not yeah. just, you know, throw it under the rug. Yeah. So, yeah. So I want to there's so much to unpack. Let's kind of go back to like before your diagnosis. And so you grew up in this type A setting. Right. And you had these messages and beliefs and it's probably very stressful. And you were in New York City, right, after college in advertising, which is not um, not stressful. <laughs> <laughs> totally so stressful. can you kind of talk about, like, your lifestyle then? Where it's, was wellness even a thing on in your head at that point? Or it, it was. I was a little bit lucky, you know, also going back. My mom had asthma really bad growing up. So, And at one point, they thought she had throat cancer. So she was always kind of like hunting and looking for, you know, holistic methods. And just she wanted to be healthy because she never felt well with the asthma. So she went to this health ranch in Tecate, Mexico called Rancho La Puerta. And she'd take women twice a year. And and when I was a teenager, she took me. And um, I, I mean, I witnessed something like before, you know, what's happening today in the health and wellness world. They grew their own food. They mandatory meditated. They did yoga, hiking, I mean, mis mandatory massages every day. I want to move there. I know. <laughs> it was, I mean, you were off the grid. You didn't have cell phones in those days, but right. you still, you know, had one telephone on the ranch. And I watched these women transform in seven days. They totally were different people. So that must have stuck with me. Mm -hmm. And she was always trying to still in me, you know, taking the soda out of the house and the white bread at the very beginning of, you know, no one else doing that on our block. Um, I hated it at the time, but it did kind of help me. So I, she always did sort of teach me that you got to, you know, start to look at alternative ways um, rather than just, you know, popping the pills. So mm -hmm. I was lucky in right. that way. Yeah. And, and so you mentioned earlier that you were kind of like, you had this weakened immune system and you were susceptible to infection. And so how did, how did everything kind of come to a head when you did end up getting that diagnosis? 
Well, I mean, it wasn't a surprise. Really? Uh, you know, sad, sadly, people don't like to hear this, but um, I wasn't having specific symptoms, but I didn't feel great. I mean, I always mm-hmm. felt shitty, so I didn't, you know, know any better. And I was getting a massage and the masseuse felt a lymph node on my collarbone. And she's like, hey, that's not supposed to be there. So go get it checked out. And then literally I went to the doctor maybe a couple of days later, a general practitioner, he felt the lymph node and he goes, oh my God that could be cancer. The way doctors treat you these days right. is like, yeah. it sucks. <laughs> I'm like, what? What? At 32 and trying to get pregnant. And I had had three, four miscarriages before that, but that was a godsend. So um, I was scared shitless when that diagnosis came down because cancer, still today, that C word is like, whoa, am I going to die? Mm-hmm. I mean, they have come far and then they haven't come far, yeah. I think, with all of this, you know, so... It's a little sad, but I got lucky. So I tapped into my instincts and I was like, hey, you know, it was an early stage. So I was also really lucky. And I had gone to one radiologist. Some A friend of mine told me to go see this guy at St. John's. And I'd already seen like three doctors. And I was like, oh, another doctor. He was my lifesaver. He sat me down and he said, um, are you happy? And I'm like, no, burst into tears. Are you doing what you love? I was working for Vogue magazine, talk about stress. I was way over my head in terms of what they wanted from me. And I just with what I could do. Um, And he was like, I I wasn't living what the purpose I wasn't living, you know, my passion. I was really miserable. We had just moved to LA from New York. All my friends were in New York and my husband was from New York and his family was there. I don't know. LA was a tough place to move to. So he said, you know, it, you know, we're going to take care of this. Like, I think you can change this around. He didn't say don't do chemo and have the radiation, but he just said, you know, we need to start working on your mindset. And that, that was is like astonishing that he asked you that. And I, I read that in an interview. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like the fact that he asked if you're happy, if you have a purpose, because I think so many of us focus on the solutions and the problems being like solely in our diet and our exercise and like these things that we like actionable things but so many times um our environments our relationships i know just those can be so toxic to us just talking about that my one of my favorite cancer books called radical remission i talk a lot about that by kelly turner came out two years ago and she did she's interviewed stage four cancer cases and how and they all healed holistically Mm. and basically she came up with 10 modalities Seven of them were emotional. The eighth one was food. Ninth one was supplements. And the 10th one was exercise. Wow. So I was like. It just goes to show. It does. That says it all. Yeah. Like stage four cancer, you know, they, they were stressed. They didn't, they didn't love themselves. You know, there's just a lot of trauma, PTSD. Mm -hmm. There was so much stuff going on emotionally. And they had, they had created these stories in their head you know, that things had gone on and they kind of just took them and ran with them in their life was what we do. Right. And it might not even be true. Right. Right. That's always wow. fascinating. So. And I feel like maybe like the approach that we take to trying our heal to try to heal ourselves too can kind of add to that. I mean, we can get so stressed about doing the right thing and eating the wrong thing and, and this and that. So I would imagine, especially with a situation like that, um, on a much smaller scale, like I know with gut issues, when I was healing my gut a couple of years ago, I had to get really rigid about what I was eating and not eating anti and not eating inflammatory things and things I was sensitive to. And for a while, it definitely has a purpose. Yeah. But when I kind of carried it on, it had the adverse effect and I was stressing myself out about what I was eating. 
Um, it's interesting too, because I was kind of on a side note. I was talking to my husband the other day because he had he was diagnosed with ulcerative colitis mm. years ago. Yeah, um, he's older than me, so, <laughs> um, so there's when more he stress, was like in his twenties. Yeah, yeah. But he at the time he went to see a surgeon, and they were gonna like he was gonna have like a colon, uh, whatever, remove his colon, part colon, of his colon, have yeah. a bag, all of that, and. As a last ditch effort, he went to somebody who was like more holistic and she put him on some supplements and he got totally better. And I said to him, like, well, I won't go off into that, but basically he said, you know what it was, though? He's like, I don't think it was the supplements. It was the fact that I decided that I was going to get better. I truly believed at my core that I was going to get better. And I did. So you just hit the nail on the yeah. head. Yeah, <laughs> you did. I, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think my clients that come to me, the best results that I get from them is when they really want to heal and they mm -hmm. believe they can heal and they believe they can have a better life. They don't want to live with diverticulitis or sleep issues or hormone issues or cancer or autoimmune. They just they don't have to live like that. Mm -hmm. You can overcome those things and right. your body is miraculous. It can heal. Yeah. Yeah. So what issues are you seeing kind of jumping around here, mm -hmm. but what issues are you seeing a lot of right now? Well, I just put myself into remission for Hashimoto's and hypothyroidism wow. after 23 years. Wow. So I'm seeing a lot of that now. It's I see still see a lot of cancer, mm -hmm. um, which I love to help people with. And I love to help people with all of this stuff. I'm really like, I'm constantly reading and I'm a little bit of, I'm a little obsessed with it. I'm, I'm a little worried about myself in that regard. Um, but the autoimmune stuff is huge. So, um, I'm seeing a lot of that digestive issues as you, you know, like you were talking about for yourself is huge sleep issues. I mean, it's like endless. Yeah. And it's coming, it's coming younger and younger, like younger people are coming with, you know, digestive issues and Hashimoto's and, you know, just rheumatoid arthritis even. It's really crazy in their twenties. Right. And that shouldn't be happening. I'm sure it's, it's partially food and an environment, but I'm sure some of it is also technology. <laughs> Growing up with a screen in front of your face I know. and social media, and you know, it can be good, but it can also be really detrimental. I and think I definitely I'm worried about all of that. Like everybody yeah. is, it's detrimental to me. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, me too. I mean, it's like, oh my god, I'm constantly trying to set boundaries with it. Yeah. Um, Same. Um, even like I can feel myself. I can feel my whole nervous system get jacked up just from a few minutes of being on Instagram. You're so yeah, that, and you just said also a really important word, central nervous system, mm -hmm. um, because we we don't feel our central nervous system, mm -hmm. but below the radar, it's vibrating, and if it is jacked up, like you said, it's really vibrating. Mm -hmm. So nothing, you're never going to get to a place where you can get you know rest and repair your system, even your cells, your mitochondria, your DNA, all that stuff needs, you need to be at a, you know, place where you can calm everything down. And I think the, you know, mostly the younger generation that doesn't really know how to take a break, that's scary. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And the stress of, you know, just people who are go-getters and mm -hmm. don't also are driving themselves into the ground because you, because you don't know until you're sick. Yeah. And I think it's kind of like the culture. I think people are more cognizant now of sleep and, and stress management, but we still really value um, kind of this like nonstop work ethic and um, this like success and, and like this drive that's just 
not healthy. <laughs> no, no, I, I mean, know. Look at like Europe and other places. It's crazy. Right. Where they do take a break after lunch and yeah. have a little siesta or they just, yeah, they just really value their community or mm -hmm. they spend more time with their friends. Mm -hmm. I think than we do, we're a little isolated and that's having a big impact on our health mm -hmm. too. And yeah. our, and we're not, you know, spending time with the people we love and yeah. really connecting with them. Yeah, I heard some statistic, but it's like basically the majority of people don't even use their vacation days now. Wow. Like, <laughs> that is terrible. Yeah, it's crazy. That is crazy. So, okay, so let's go back. You got this diagnosis mm -hmm. and you met the doctor. So how did you go about healing? So that's when I really jumped in full force into, I, I actually started juicing. I lived down the street from Beverly Hills Juice, which was the first juice place in LA. And I started juicing. Um, and then I became a vegan, not a healthy one, of course, in those days, but Mrs. Gucci's, which is before Whole Foods. Mm -hmm. it, so that's where LA came in handy was right. with this diagnosis. And then I went to acupuncture. I got colonics. Um, I just wanted, I just dove in to try everything I could. I went to see a naturopath. Um, I did really all kinds of crazy things. And I basically just knew in my gut that I could get past this. And then this was a huge wake up call for me. And it was time for me to readjust, you know, my living situation. I went into therapy mm -hmm. in a big way um, and read every self-help book I could get my hands on. And I still, you know, use, I, you kind of think, wow, you do all that and then you're going to be fine. But there were other health things that came along after that as well. And I still struggle. You know, I don't want anyone to think that because I've done all that this for years that um, I'm like, you know, running down the streets and being like, woo, I'm, you know, free of anything that's happening. I'm always getting stuff kind of um, that is happen that are happening to me, ailments, and I have to investigate to see what I can do to, you know, get myself back on track. Mm -hmm. So it's, it never goes away, but it does get better because I know, you know, I'm 59 and I've never felt better in my entire life. I mean, I have so much 30, energy. By <laughs> Thank <the> you. <laughs> I so wish. But, um, I just, my mental clarity is so good and, you know, I just feel really energized and I feel really grateful. And also though, I have this sense of calm in my life that like I never had before. So that has helped a lot. Like I've just, I know the direction I'm going and I love the direction that I'm going and I just embrace it mm -hmm. in every way. So I think that's what really kind of made me you know, get over the hump of really f just feeling okay, but feeling great. I right. never knew what great felt like. Right. And most people don't know yeah. what great feels like. Yeah. So how did you get there? <laughs> it was, What's the secret? Yeah. The secret <laughs> is um, juicing, plant-based mm -hmm. diet. No, just um, therapy. Celery juice. <laughs> juice. It was, it really is, um, I would say, I mean, I'm a big juicer. So mm -hmm. I, I do believe in this, and this is such. This is so controversial these days. I don't know where you stand with um, all the keto, paleo, mm -hmm. whole thirty situation, and the vegan, plant based world. But everyone's getting very confused at what to do. And but I am very much a believer in all the science that I read on plant based diets. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know that too much animal protein is a precursor to cancer and diabetes, and you know, dementia and Alzheimer's and all those things. So with hardcore science done on humans. So um, I'm a, I'm big into, I'm 80% plant-based. I juice almost every day. And I did do the celery juice for a while, but um, 
I, my clients who have acid reflux and GERD and digestive issues, that does do great things for them. But I juice, you know, cucumber, celery, lemon, ginger, parsley, romaine. So I try to get as many nutrients in and as many vegetables in in a day as possible. Mm-hmm. Not, but celery is fantastic mm-hmm. and it has done great things for people. I love the fact that the medical medium has people juicing. That That's yeah. pretty spectacular, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, and celery. And people that never would. Totally. Ever. Totally. <laughs> he has a really far reach. He does. And yeah. celery has so many nutrients mm-hmm. and it's massively hydrating. Mm-hmm. We're very dehydrated society is, and people don't really tap into that. They think we're drinking all this water right. and we're being hydrated, but we really need minerals and we don't have enough minerals in our body and we don't have the minerals in the soil. So the water is not going into the cells. We're just peeing it out. Right. So I love that he's got, so I'm a big juicer. I'm a big plant-based girl. Um, I'm always having veggies at every meal. That doesn't mean I don't have some animal protein. So I definitely mm-hmm. can't live a vegan lifestyle. I feel very flighty and I don't feel good. And, I, and then I get too thin and I just don't feel grounded. Mm-hmm. So um, I just, I am a, I'm a pescatarian or a flexitarian. I eat a little bit of everything. Yep. So I, yeah, I'm, I would say I'm about 80% plant-based as well. The only thing that I really eat is fish. Lately, I've been, okay. I saw on your website, you have some resources about fish. Yeah. Um, what kind of fish do you eat when you do? Wild, well, of course, salmon, salmon but okay. I'm getting so sick of salmon. Me too. Me too. I thought right? it would never happen. Same. For years, my husband has been like, one day you're going to wake up. I know. I'm striking. I'm at that point. Same. It's a, That's <laughs> tricky. I know. The quinoa, the salmon, the kale, yeah, right? It's yeah. like, oh, I'm not ready. <laughs> but yeah, I do. I eat salmon and I love trout. So okay. I love whitefish. Okay. And I know that I'm probably sometimes not eating the best sources. So, but I still, yeah, I so do. So what would it. you recommend? Wild caught always? Yeah, I would try to go wild caught. Okay. But I know when you go to restaurants, it's a little trickier. Mm-hmm. You never know. You don't know what you're getting. But yeah, even with meat too, you know, just right. trying to go hormone free and organic. And it's tricky out there. So mm-hmm. um, just the cleaner you can go is 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 the better. I just, I think these days what's really killing us is all the additives and fillers and, and all of these, you know, in the foods and in the supplements as well. Mm -hmm. And then the superfoods, everything out, there's always something in there that's kind of funky. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So let's talk about juice for a minute. So what, if somebody knows nothing about juicing, I have a few questions. What are some ingredients that maybe you would avoid? And what do you think people should look for in a juice? That's a great question because a lot of people are buying the cold pressed juices at the store. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and they're going to, they're probably going to pick up a juice with apple in it because they mm-hmm. think apple is healthy. It, they are healthy. Apples. And it makes it taste better. And it makes it taste better. <laughs> Absolutely. It cuts those greens. Yeah. Um, but you look at the side of the bottle and it's 18 grams of sugar with that right. one apple. Um, so we're only supposed to have 25 grams of added sugar per day. That's three quarters of the way there. So it's a, I, I'm a purist. I do not put any fruit in my juices because you don't want sugar going into the bloodstream um, and raising your insulin levels. So, you know, we, we get enough of that with sugar throughout the day. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I'm, I cut my juices with lemon and ginger. And then I kind of keep, it depends on the person. I mean, this, whoever's out there, who's just a beginner, you can just do celery, cucumber, lemon would be amazing too, Mm -hmm. or lemon ginger or just, and romaine doesn't have a lot of strong taste to it. It has tons of nutrients, but people don't think about that. Right. So, I mean, I'm always telling people, if you're going to go for it, just go simple. 
you know, and then yep. see how you like it. And then also it's not expensive. So it's mm-hmm. easy to get a cucumber and some celery and some lemon, right? Right. And it takes, you know, after you juice it and you drink it, you just feel good. Yeah. You do feel hydrated. You feel like, you know, just a bit like clean. Yes, absolutely. Every time I drink a juice, I feel like I am the cleanest person in the world. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I do have a question. So sometimes I noticed my, for myself and some people wrote, um, wrote me questions because mm-hmm. they knew that you were coming on and people had an issue of bloating when they drink juice. So is there a kind of juice that's harder to digest or certain ingredients or? Yeah, that answer? is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, because the bloating, yeah, I mean, definitely, I mean, I'm sure their digestive system isn't like in the greatest shape and mm-hmm. then that's most people today. Um, and a lot of times I'm seeing a lot of not saying that the person that had bloating has SIBO, the small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, but when you do raw, you know, food and juices, that sometimes irritates the intestinal walls, potentially. Mm-hmm. Um, but probably there are some greens in there or something that doesn't agree with them. Mm-hmm. I mean, we uh, these days we have food intolerances and allergies to like the weirdest things, right? So you, some of my people that do celery don't do well, just right. straight celery. So it just depends on... A lot of times people, like, if they step back and go, hmm, wonder what was in that juice that may, didn't make me feel good. They, I mean, our intuition always tells us, but mm-hmm. we just don't listen to it. Yep. <laughs> so, I mean, it, there's something in there that, you know, cucumber, something that doesn't mm-hmm. agree with them or the kale or. Right. So would right. you recommend just starting with like one or two ingredients and then adding? Yeah. To okay. Yeah. Especially if you are bloated um, after that. So just so, just re- going really simple. Mm-hmm. But I'm a purist. So I'm telling everybody to buy a juicer and juice themselves. So I don't love the cold press juices because I don't know how long they've been on the shelf. I mean, right. they probably are fine. But um, and then LA is just so fabulous because we have Erewhon and Creation and Earth Bar. And, right. Right. On and, every corner. And on every thing. <laughs> so we can run in and have one made. I tell yeah. my clients, just run in and have it made. It's fresher. It's better. You'll have right. more nutrients. So right. um, yeah, just never know. I always, I wonder if the people with the bloating, like the apple kind of feels like it could bloat right. them. Yeah. Too much sugar. Yeah. And, and FODMAPs, right? Uh Okay. <laughs> Uh, FODMAPs. I do not like those. Do, I, you, do you ever recommend a low FODMAP diet? Yeah, okay. when, when people have SIBO. SIBO. Mm-hmm. But I am a big fan of like with everything I do, I, I don't like people to have to be on these programs for very long. Right. So like with that kind of, you know, if someone has digestive issues, I need to get them back in the line fast. Like I know that... Um, People that do the cleanse, the soup cleanse, for five days, they're on no gluten, no dairy, no sugar, and also no animal protein. Um, there is some a little bit of there is some bovine collagen powder in our vegan broth if you aren't vegan, but in like the five days, their digestive system is working better. So you can reset your body really fast. So I'm a believer in that. So if someone comes to me with digestive issues, I have a protocol. And I will stick them on it and like follow them and hope that we can get them in alignment, maybe not five days, but a couple of weeks. I'm like, I want it to move fast. I mean, I think once you hit the nail on the head that what's going on, you can nip it. Yeah. Same with SIBO, like lower the bacterial loads and viral loads in the body. And doctors don't believe in this, but do that in the morning and at night, take a really strong probiotics so you can replenish mm-hmm. so you're not behind the eight ball when you're done with that protocol and I've had a really good success with that 
What kind of supplements do you like using, <laughs> if you don't mind saying? I mean, everybody is so different, and I've I been know. on everything over I the know. years. For, <laughs> but I'm curious if there's any anything or any kind of like herb or something that you've you've seen make a big difference in like so for digestion or mm -hmm. for the SIBO or anything because there's yeah. stuff for different reasons. Okay. Oh my god, I love. <laughs> I mean, I could do a whole podcast on. I love supplements. Um, I love herbs and mm -hmm. botanical herbs and all that stuff. Um, what I have seen, you you probably even know this grapefruit seed extract. Mm -hmm. So that stuff is so powerful. Yeah. It's a natural antibiotic. We kind of sometimes forget about it. Mm -hmm. But um, I have people on that for SIBO. They're on that and oregano oil, mm -hmm. of course, yeah. and um, garlic. And then berberine is mm -hmm. the protocol that I use. Um, and then, you know, a probiotic at night. But I love grapefruit seed extract when you're starting to get sick. I love that. And I love bioactive silver. For some mm -hmm. reason, years ago, the medical medium told me to take that um, for lowering my viral loads for my Hashimoto's and my thyroid stuff. And I took it for like a year. And every time I start to get sick, I go, I do the bioactive silver or the grapefruit seed extract. And they're really strong, natural, antifungal, viral, bacterial products that um, I never see anyone have any bad, you know, effects from. Right. So it's Even fun. like... I mean, do you see people have die-off or anything like that? You know, um, to some degree, but okay. we actually take it, we take it slow. Mm -hmm. You know, I totally have them um, sort of monitor a little bit of like with the grapefruit seed extract and the bioactive, like, uh, you know, just do it, start slower and then build up Okay. so that there isn't like a strong die-off. Right. Yeah. I've gone through that before too. Yeah, it's not, it's not fun. great. Um, so are there any other supplements that you like just for general health, well-being? Yeah. Um, oh God, uh, just laugh because it's so hard to pin, you know, to just pinpoint yeah. the exact ones. But I've been getting this question a lot. Um, a lot of people are saying, so I'm sort of starting to feel like we're, we're over supplementing mm -hmm. and people come in with all these supplements. I'm like cringing, you know, because they've learned it from all these people on Instagram or, right. you know, even like today, functional doctors or integrative doctors are selling a lot. Naturopaths are selling supplements, their own supplements. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and I totally understand why they're doing that. But whoa. We're just yeah. like, it's a lot. So, and then they also have fillers and additives in them. And then you, they're not FDA approved and all that. So, but. And like the juices, you don't know how long they've been sitting around Absolutely. And, and where they come from and all of that. Yeah. Yeah. So um, are you just kind of drinking sugar water at the end of the day, right, right with those juices? I mean, yeah. but I, there's a, there's just some basic supplements that I'm like sort of absolutely we must have, I think. Because digestion isn't so great, I do really recommend probiotics. And right now I'm kind of in love with one in particular called Genuine Health. Okay. And it's from Canada and I got, I found out about it from Erewhon. And um, I've put a lot of people on it and I've been doing that one for the last six months. I switched them up because to get different strains. Mm -hmm. But, oh, my God, I love this one. Okay. And I have people taking 100 billion. They're like, what? That wow. sounds like so much. Yeah. They come in 50 billion and okay. just seen such great results with 100. So I think we all need probiotics unless we're having some kind of SIBO issues or right. that like, mm -hmm. you know, candida or something. Um, then I also think we all need um, magnesium. Magnesium has 300 different enzymatic you know, reactions in the body and it helps cells talk to each other. It helps with digestion. It helps calm down the central nervous system, you know, can go on and on. 
And there's one magnesium also that I'm in love with. It's called Innate Response. Okay. Magnesium, 300 milligrams. It's three different kinds. And you take that before you go to bed and it helps with sleep and everything and helps keep you regular, which is super crucial these days. Then omega-3s for like inflammatory issues. Um, and so really high grade, like Nordic Naturals has always mm-hmm. been a really great one. Um, there's one called EPA Extra. It's like 1.6 grams of omegas. Um, I'm a big fan of like getting, trying to get at least maybe two, 1.5 okay. to two. Um, I've seen huge results with that. And then vitamin D, 5,000 IU usually. Um, and then a really great multi to cover, you know, the rest of the bases. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's a company called Pure Synergy. It's certified organic. It's all on Amazon. And they have, you know, they have a bunch of, they have two multis, um, one for women and then just a regular one and then one for men. Ah, love. So that is kind of my- That's very helpful. (laughs) Do you have it all on your website or anywhere where people can go? I can put it in show notes. Yeah, but but actually I need to do just a like a one sheeter on the website. We've been meaning to do this um, because a lot of times I'm recommending all kinds of things for different ailments and then realize that, you know, just for people who just maybe don't have a health issue, just Mm want to like be the healthiest they can be, just up the ante a bit. Yeah. I'll do it. We can always all be a little bit healthier, right? Right. right. So what about, um, I want to talk about stress management a little bit. So what do you do for that? I know that you meditate. I do. I live, I swear by meditation. Thank God for that, right? Thank God we're all, that's becoming so well known. And there's so many, so many great apps today. Um, Unplug is a great one. Mm -hmm. It's different meditation teachers and all different types of things. But um so what I do for so I, yoga, I live mm-hmm. and die by yoga, um, meditation, I journal, mm-hmm. I'm a big journal, mostly at night, um, because just kind of letting go of a lot of stuff that I have, you know, sort of like grabbed onto me during the day, or I've also taken on people's energy, mm-hmm. um, or my own thoughts that aren't really working so well, that won't let me go to sleep. So I journal a lot. And then what has been really incredible this year is I've done two psilocybin journeys. <gasps> oh my, my yes. God. Yeah. And um, this oh my I God. need to hear about. Life changing. I will never have this opportunity because I'm sober, but. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I know. Oh. I was just reading an article. Maybe it was in the New York Times last Sunday or something. There was a okay. big article about how people are doing it later in life and how beneficial it's been for people. So I am fascinated. It is. It, <laughs> I mean, it's something I didn't think I would Where get into. There is someone here in town who I adore. And um, if anyone does want to reach out to me in regards to him, um, he is like a wellness coach and I've known him for years and he did it with me. He was my shaman and it was so beautiful because he had me, you know, sort of write down everything I wanted to get out of it, what I wanted to let go of, what I wanted to like learn about myself. Um, And I did like in a, and what was so powerful was we go to therapy and we talk about it and it's all in our head and our Mm -hmm. mind, but sometimes you don't feel it visceral in your body. And like, you don't get from, you know, the traumas came up in the journeys for me, big, big traumas, which were really scary, but he talks you through them. And then you, you're able to like, you know, let the trauma really let it go viscerally in your body and then realize, wow. I'm going to be okay. Like that was, you know, just you work through it mm-hmm. at a whole different in the subconscious. Yeah. I mean, it was 
I, it was so fascinating. That's incredible. And it was life-changing for Did me. Did you get really sick too? No, because that's with that, you don't. Oh, okay. It's ayahuasca. ayahuasca. Mm-hmm. That you, Got it. I don't love the ayahuasca. I know, it's like TMI. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, but wow. with the mushrooms, they're grounding. Right. They're super grounding. And um, they. I've just been seeing such amazing things, helping people with, because we have so much anxiety these days and depression. Mm-hmm. Um, they're really helping people with that and alcoholism. Right. They're like, there's been some really great studies. Um, so I, I got really lucky. I think that that was the pinnacle of finding that inner peace. I've wow. been working on it for many, many years yeah. now. Um, and I always thought I had it. I had it. You know, I just kept thinking I got it now. Right. But doing that was like, oh, wow. Like wow. just being able to witness you know, what was going on in my subconscious and how I, it couldn't be peaceful with that amount of trauma I was dealing with in my subconscious. Right. I don't know if you know, but this, um, this medical doctor, Lissa Rankin, she wrote a book I've heard re- that name. years ago. Yeah. And, um, she did, she basically said that in the first seven years of your life, your subconscious is fully downloaded. Mm-hmm. So I always ask my clients, you know, did anything go on in the first seven years that you can remember? A lot of people don't want to remember, can't remember, you know, but a lot of them with cancer and hardcore health issues, they will say like my dad, you know, mom and dad divorced at, you know, age four or um, there was sexual abuse or it doesn't even have to be that, but it could be that just someone was mean to them or said they weren't smart or not pretty or, I mean, just, you know, simple words that came out of people's mouths that really had an impact Mm -hmm. on that young, on you, um, and you hold it with you. And we operate 90 to 95% out of our subconscious, which is so crazy. There's also so much research now showing that adverse childhood events, and they don't have to be really overt, um, because we can, we can experience things differently when we're younger, but but um, adverse childhood events increase our susceptibility and and likelihood of like autoimmune, as I'm sure you know, and, oh. and depression, anxiety, yeah. obviously, addiction, alcoholism, all of that. Doctors just don't do that today. Like you come in and what, you know, where are you mentally? Mm-hmm. You know, they're just interested in the phys- physical part of you, but not mm-hmm. the mental part. Right. And um, I know I have a functional doctor in town who spends like two hours with you talking about your mental and then he ha- then he does blood work and does the rest of it. But by the end of two hours, he kind of knows like what he needs to be doing with you, right? Which is pretty cool. So we need more of that. But I know it's really time consuming for yeah. doctors to be able to do that. Yeah, and with insurance and everything, yeah. now they have so little. They time. They don't pay and, for it. Right. They don't pay for that session. Yeah. No, it's crazy. Yeah. Um. So. Can you just tell us, like, kind of what your morning and night looks like? How you bookend your day and. Yes. Um, my morning is, well, I don't look at my phone first thing when I get out of bed, thank God. Um, I wait a little while, but I'm always, you know, I do take like five, 10 minutes to ground myself and um, to just get my breath. You know, I do a little breath work. Um, I also love crystals. So I kind of like try to ground myself with my crystals for a few minutes. It's always just so helpful when I get out of bed. And then after that, I am 
sadly, I'm a coffee girl. So I love matcha. So I go back and forth, but uh, I just love the taste <laughs> of coffee. So um, I do have, you know, organic coffee, which is organic coffee is kind of a must mm -hmm. because um, coffee has mold and lots of pesticides. So Starbucks is not the greatest coffee for people. And I know they love it. Sorry, Starbucks. <laughs> but um, so I do that with some collagen powder. And I definitely love, you know, I have some MCT oil um, and a little stevia, like a pure stevia. And that just is heaven. I am an intermittent faster, so I don't really eat anything until lunch, but I do have a green juice after my coffee. So I kind of, I, well, my first thing is I do 16 ounces of water before my coffee. Okay. That's a must. Um, that's mandatory because your body's been detoxing through the night. Then I have my coffee, then a juice, a lot of liquids. Um, and Wait, not to interrupt <laughs> you, but I have a question. So the MCT oil and what else do you put in your coffee? Collagen powder. It's like- That doesn't break the fast? No, because it's okay. like, it. no, it's not, I'm not digesting anything. Okay, got it. It's not true fasting though. Okay. okay? okay. So it's, you know, true fasting is is just water. Right. So I just do liquids. Okay. I don't do I just food. wanted to clarify because a lot of people ask me that too mm -hmm. about intermittent fasting. If they're like, but if I have almond milk, does that break the fast? I think a little almond milk doesn't. It just, yeah. it also, every there's different schools of thought out right. there, but I just don't give, I don't, I just give my digestive system mm -hmm. a break to digest food. And then I have lunch, usually plant-based. So um, I do that. And then at night, I mean, I do yoga at night usually. And um, I really cut off everything. I mean, my phone and everything at least by seven. So the, all of that is really tricky for me because mm -hmm. I am a type A. Right. So to like, you know, cut off the work, especially when I'm, it's my own thing, you know, trying to get back to clients or um, soup cleansers or whoever it is. I mean, it just feels terrible not to get back to them right away. That's how I was brought up. Mm -hmm. So, but at, but at a certain time, I'm just like, okay, I'll do it in the morning. Um, and just, I try to, you know, unwind and I journal before I go to bed. Mm -hmm. So I definitely um, have found some, you know, just like some boundaries. I have to constantly put up those boundaries for myself because I'm an yeah. Aries in type A. That's <laughs> tough. It is so hard. And especially I would imagine like having a business, like, yes, you see clients, but you also have your show yeah, on YouTube and right. you have your Instagram and your website. And um, I know for me, it can just kind of feel like I'm being pulled in a lot of different directions. And like, I have to be responsive. I get that. Yeah. Um, and like, people feel like they always have access to you. And so it's very hard to set those boundaries. It is really hard these days. Yeah. I mean, but I know my health and myself, I come first, not yeah. in a selfish way, hopefully, you know, just mm -hmm. in a like self-preservation way. Yep. And I'm trying to teach these women in my life that are, you know, that come to see me the same thing. Um, they don't believe that they should come first mm -hmm. and they're not taking care of themselves. So I don't want to see that. I know what that's like because I dealt with that all my life. Right. So, yeah. So, in a kind of general way, if somebody goes to see you and work with you and you do free consults still? No. no. Okay. No. Okay. Well, it, I do. Okay. I do if it's, you I know, can a cut that out. <laughs> no, if it's a situation where, you know, I do free con cancer stuff mm. and, um, yes, you know, friends of friends that mm. need a definitely, I'm not opposed to any of that. Um, but, someone does come to see me, it's usually an hour and a half or I do, I do a lot of Zoom calls from okay. across the country, which I love because it feels like we're right in the same room yes. together. Um, and because usually when people come see me, they la they stay a little longer than that hour and a half. <laughs> um, but so, and it's a, it's an, it can be an energy drain sometimes. Um, right. But 
And, I mean, you know, we talk about all the mental, emotional parts of their life first. And really, you know, how was the birth and how was life at home with the parents and, you know, just the safety and the love that was happening. And you can tell a lot, like, by the end of the session, I also can tell, like, what is underlying from that health issue. And I also am destined to get to the root, like, you know, just with all their health issues and their what they're taking and just what's been going on in their life. I want to get to where, you know, that root is so mm-hmm. I can help them heal from that. I just don't want to like throw supplements at them or food that maybe isn't going to, you know, agree with them. You know, if their digestive system isn't working and I give them all this healthy food, it's yes, it's great, but it's not going to, it's not going to get them to where they need to be. Right. right? Yeah. Amazing. Well, I want to get to listener questions before we run out of time. I actually have a question. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I guess I'm technically a listener, right? Yes. Okay, so I'll ask my question and then I'll go find these because I have a bunch. Um, But I'm curious how you dealt with the grief of your husband without falling back into old habits. Oh, wow. That's a great one because um, that was really hard. Um, I did fall back into old habits for a little while. So I was traumatized um, because I didn't, you know, I, I was really scared and nervous that I didn't know how to like carry on to raise two girls on my own. And I never thought that was in my future. So I did, you know, probably for, I don't know how long, it could have even been a year to just, you know, just really trying to keep my head above water was rough. But then when I just real, you know, sort of had a lot of wake up calls during that year, like why the girls weren't doing so well. And they, it was, you know, their emotional state was not good and they were scared and they were just like, they were so scared of when I left the house. So I was like, oh no, like that's not how I want them to live. Mm -hmm. And they kept asking questions about like, well, am I going to get cancer? Because you both had cancer. So also that was like a wake up call too. Like, wow, I don't want them to think automatically because we both had it, that they would get it. So that's like when I went back and like Scott went into the holistic training. um, And I mean, I was in therapy at the time as well. But that's when I like went into like learning all the different um, strategies of health and nutrition. And I did Ayurvedic and Chinese medicine and acupuncture and just try to get myself into a better, calmer place. And also emotionally, I just definitely I mean, I think at the time I did do ayahuasca. (laughs) So, yeah, I I mean, mean, in that situation, like you're looking for answers and you're looking for something to help, right? Yeah, yeah. it was interesting on that ayahuasca journey. um, I'll never forget this because I don't love ayahuasca at all. (laughs) But um, I saw him. I like had a talk with him. His name is Mark. And he's a golf who's a big golfer. And he was on this beautiful golf course. And he was like, I'm going to be fine. And you, you're you going to do a great job. Like, I'll never forget that. Like that. He was like, it's all going to be okay. And wow. I trust you. So I didn't did trust that, myself, but yeah. yeah, it was pretty cool. That's incredible. Yeah. Did you, did that impact you? Totally. Forward? I think that's what really made me like jump off right. the, you know, edge and go, okay, I have to do this yeah. and I can do this. Yeah. And so. then you got to use your experience and I'm sure that experience and, and use it to help other people. Which, yeah. 
there's nothing more healing than that, right? It's so awesome to like have, I mean, I wouldn't wish this on anyone right. to have these experiences um, or the, you know, been in a lot of dark holes over my lifetime. Um, not fun at all. But yeah, once you get out of them and then you see the light, so to speak, yeah, yeah. you're like, wow. Yeah, like totally. Mm -hmm. I can relate. You know, I almost died from drug addiction and alcoholism oh, and it was very, very dark, scary. lots of trauma, very scary. And um, it's the best thing that ever happened in my life because yeah. I get to help other people who are going through it, who have gone through it and, and use those experiences and maybe give people hope as I'm sure as you do as yeah. well. And yeah, um, that's beautiful. It's like on the one hand, like, yes, do I wish it didn't happen? Mm -hmm. Probably a lot of it. But at the same time, like to be able to to use it for good. Yeah. It's really yeah, you did really fulfilling. Some, yeah, it's pretty beautiful. Yeah. That you can do that. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm gonna jump to a really random question. <laughs> There's no good way to segue to this. <laughs> okay. So we're going Whatever. from really deep to um what are your thoughts on kombucha? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one. I know because people are um, going crazy and over-consuming yeah. kombucha. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I don't mind kombucha, but I think that as long as the person realizes how much sugar is in the kombucha, sugar is this a killer these days. And there is there is a lot of sugar in some of the kombuchas out there. So I'm not sure, you know, I don't think we should be overdoing them. I don't think we should be drinking 16 ounces a day. I mean, I do love, there's some coconut kefirs. I know they're not across the country, so readily available. I mean, I know we're very spoiled here with Erewhon, but they have healing movement and tonics, coconut kefir, okay. which is loaded with beneficial bacteria. They don't have any added sugar. Um, and if you do like two ounces of that every morning, it is great for your gut. Okay. So, I mean, you know, kombucha chem is loaded with beneficial bacteria as well, but we don't need to be doing, I think, you know, just two to four ounces. I mean, we, right. we're overdoing it. Um, how many, <laughs> I'm so disorganized right now. Um, how many juices can people drink a day? That, how many juices can people drink a day? Uh, Very general. Yeah, I know. Well, it's interesting because there's, I, you know, the juice cleanses, right? Mm -hmm. um, I don't think it's bad to drink I, I don't know how to answer that. Like mm -hmm. a, a lot of juices, as long as we were saying earlier, like no fruit in mm -hmm. them. Um, but I also think that, you know, our body needs to like ha get the digestive enzymes moving and it's hard to do that by just drinking things. Mm -hmm. So, and I also think we need fiber and we need protein and we need, you know, healthy fats and we can't really get that through the juices. So yeah. I think we need a little bit of that as well. Um, fruits and veggies are really crucial. I mean, I eat my fruit. I don't juice it, but mm -hmm. um, I just think that you need to eat food too. Yep. Um, okay. Someone says, I tried celery juice thinking it was just a fad, but actually I feel great now. What is it doing? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Um, I met the medical medium the other night on Monday night. It was so fun because oh um, I had a couple of sessions with him and then I was part of his practitioner group like three years ago. Uh -huh. And then he stopped seeing and talking to people because he was writing all his right. books. It was such a bummer because he helped a lot of clients and, and he helped me. But, and he was talking about the celery juice then. I'm like, what? That, you know, it sounded so crazy because we think of celery as a throwaway, but yeah. celery does have like minerals in it and it has vitamins. Um, it has mineral salts. So it's massively hydrating for the body. So it's hydrating the cells, which is really cool. It also is helping the mineral salts 
also helping rebuild the hydrochloric acid. And most people don't realize that we have seven different kinds of hydrochloric acid. They kind of think we just have one HCl. And hydrochloric acid is so crucial for um, like so many things, our digestive system. And it also is like a wall to keep out bacteria and viruses and funguses getting into the small intestines. So that's what SIBO is, is Epstein-Barr mm-hmm. in the intestines. So, you know, when your hydrochloric acid gets depleted, then things kind of sneak through. So, and it also detoxes your liver. Um, he says, which I haven't seen a lot of this, but he says it takes mineral salts to the neurotransmitters in your brain and calms down your brain. So I know. So like, that's huge, like digestion, liver, brain. Um, I've seen great results with digestion. I'm not sure about the liver stuff, but, um, I'm sure it could be doing something for it. So, um, I just, uh, you know, again, just juicing, you know, and general in period in terms of like hydration like i said earlier is like mm-hmm. that's probably why this person with the question feels so great right yeah yeah and i feel like probably some people i'm not saying this this person who sent the question in but definitely a lot of people who maybe follow the medical medium or read the book and and were suffering from symptoms before are maybe replacing like the morning sugary drink with celery yeah. and they're getting all this hydration and all the minerals and everything like that. So, so true. Yeah. Like, yeah, their coffee with the sugar right. or the sugared creamer milk, right. right? Yeah. But most people don't drink water when they get up, they go right to their coffee or yeah. right to their food. So, mm-hmm. um, that is probably one of the most important things to do. Mm-hmm. What do you think about adding salt to water? I love it. You do. I okay. do. I love mineral salt. It's really helped me. Yeah, hasn't it? Yeah. I mean, it because again, it's the minerals again. And so it's like it it energizes you, it wakes up your brain, and then it really hydrates you. Yeah. Yeah. I think people, um, great for energy. Counterintuitive, right? Because they think salt, like I'm going to get bloated and it's dehydrating, but it's the right kind. Obviously. If it's the right kind, yeah, the mineral salt. And speaking of bloating, if you do put some mineral salt in your water, it will de bloat you. Yeah interesting yeah yeah i know it's great okay well can you tell us a little bit really quickly about your soup and oh yeah, yeah. The, oh, um so you know i got i started out with my career with doing a um creating a cleanse for cafe gratitude and m cafe and then i did a little work with erewhon so i was super lucky and i was doing all these cleanses and people were like hey what about you cooking for us um and that's not really what i want to do or i'm I'm not good at. So I decided, wow, why don't I come up with my own soup cleanse? Um, Because I know that that people loved, love soup. Mm -hmm. So I came up with this program five years ago. We'll be ending our fifth year. And it's cool. It's really fun. It's all the things that I love. It has a detox tonic in the morning with like the coconut kefir and aloe and lemon, ginger, cayenne and a liquid probiotic. And then it has a vegan broth with uh, collagen powder because I think collagen is really beneficial these days to rebuild mm-hmm. the gut. And then it has a homemade super C bar. It has salads three days a week with two different dressings, um, all plant-based. And then the afternoon is fermented veggies and night is soups, all different soups. And a, and then after the soup is a like a turmeric latte or a cacao latte. And then we give hemp seeds and pumpkin seeds and digestive enzymes. And, you know, my staff just makes it with the same staff all five years, makes it with a lot of love. And we just try We mix it up. We change it at four times a year in terms of the soups and salads and all of that. So it doesn't because people do it a lot. Mm-hmm. And 
we we deliver a Sunday night for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Wednesday night for Thursday, Friday. So it's super fresh, and it's just made with a lot of love. And it's forty five different festivals in one week. Wow! I know. Wow! Isn't that's that amazing. crazy? And is it all LA? It's all LA. Okay. Because okay. that's it's all in glass. Right. So um, then I have a seven day online that you can download. That's very similar, but you have to do mm-hmm. it yourself. Okay. So that's still a good resource, though. Right. So where can everybody find you? So at Alyssa, E-L-I-S-S-A, Goodman.com, Insta and Facebook, all the social media. And then I have a website. I do have, every week I do actually a new blog post about a health tip or topic. And then I also do a new recipe every week. So the newsletter goes out on Tuesdays and I do that. And then um, I have the YouTube show where I interview game changers in the wellness arena. Um, Yeah, so that's where they can find me. Amazing. (laughs) And guys, you can't see this, but she's glowing. So just you want to do whatever she's doing. <laughs> Thank oh, no. you so much for coming. It was so Thank fun you. talking to it you. It was fun talking to you, Thank too. You. I loved it.